Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. you tonight. I wonder if you could stand uh, in honor of the reading of the word. I promise you I, I'm not going to take long. I realize that um, y'all have to work. <laughs> that will sink in later, but uh, I do not tomorrow. But uh, Psalms 100, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. Is he that has made us and not we ourselves? We're nothing but a glorified mud ball. Without God, we're not even glorified. We're just a mud ball. He's the one who makes a difference in our life tonight. We are, we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. We're into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise, and be thankful unto him. Bless his name. For the Lord is. For the Lord is. Now, in the English language, they tell me before I massacre it, I have to know it properly. So according to proper English, I should call this, isn't God good? But down south, when we get really excited, we forget the proper uh, 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 way to say things. And someone just shouts, ain't God good? Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless you and may be seen. We're going to talk about ain't God being good. I realize tonight that uh, I am a uh, missionary to Haiti and I realize tonight that Haiti isn't known for uh, the good things normally, but uh, is known for a place of poverty. But yet, I want to talk to you tonight about God being good. I I realize it is a place of uh, being less than developed. It's uh, uh, way down. Matter of fact, we tend to go backwards more than we go frontwards. And I realize that Haiti is a place that we have been hit with natural disasters after natural disasters. And uh, I realize that Haiti is a place where, where um, well, uh, it's not the cleanest place in the world. But yet, I've come to you tonight and I want to talk to you about God being good. That's because God's goodness is not predicated upon how I feel or what's going on around me. I may not have two dimes to rub back to back. But God is still a good God. I may not be feeling well tonight, or you may be sitting there tonight not feeling well, but God is still a good God. Can you put your hands together tonight? The way that we feel does not uh, hinder God's goodness at all. The first attribute that we find about God is that He is good. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 through 4, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was. The first thing we find about God 
is that he is good and what he does is good. Matter of fact, in Genesis chapter 1, seven times in verse 4, 10, 12, 18, 21, 25, and 31, all say that God is a good God. Now, I have a very vivid imagination. I can picture God just stepping up to the portals of heaven one day and say, you know what? I think I'm going to create something. And God steps to the edge of heaven, and all of a sudden God says, let there be light. That's my God voice, okay? Best I can do, sorry. God says, let there be light, and all of a sudden light appears. And God looks around at the light, and God just kind of, you know, pat. Sorry, I'm big, and I can't reach too good. God says, let there be light, and, and he says, wow, I did a good job. I want you to know tonight, we serve a good God. And everything that he does is good. The Bible also tells us that he is the same. Y'all don't even need me to preach. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Let me tell you something. If God was good in Genesis chapter 1, God is still. I said God is still a good God tonight. And I've got a right to lift my voice in my hand and acknowledge him because he is a good God. From the beginning of time, God was good. And the fact that we are sitting here tonight means that God is a good God. This is all I've ever known raised in church. Thank God for it. Hey, I used to get spit bass coming into church. Y'all don't know about that? It's when your mom takes a hanky and, oh, yeah. Yeah, we had those things. Hey, y'all, the, 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 the youngest, they got wet ones. No, 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 no. The fact that I am here tonight and not strung out on drugs somewhere means that there's a good God. The fact that he died on Calvary and he loved me when nobody, he loved me, Pastor, when nobody else loved me means that I serve a good God. I don't deserve him, but he still loved me. Romans chapter 7, 24. Oh, wretched man that I am. That's me without a good God. In Haiti, my wife told you about our English school. In the, in the presentation, it's already outdated. We've only been traveling for a month, and it's already outdated. We don't have 80 in our Bible school. Now we have 130. God's good. In the English school, we don't have 100. We have 150. And uh, can we put the picture of our thug? This is our neighborhood thug. He, he's a gangster guy. I am sure that he has stolen from me more than I want to... Uh, we started the English school. Cius is his name. He shows up and he wants to come to the English school, okay? You don't have to be a Christian. It's open to the whole community. It's an outreach thing, so okay. So my wife is going to teach the upper levels, and uh, she was going around and, and asking everyone, you know, say something, let me hear you so I know where this class is. It was a higher level. We have uh, three, four years now. And... Uh, so it came time for Sias to stand up, and Sias stood up. He said, I'm not a Christian. I don't go to church, 
and I don't want to and want nothing to do with it. Everyone got kind of quiet, and they didn't know how my, and one of the other students stood up and said, you're a pagan. We <laughs> don't call people that. That's not so good. That we'll, we'll, we'll cover that in another class. But So my wife already had her eyes on C.S. About three-quarters of the way through the year, one class, my wife said, now, for this class, you have to ask somebody else for advice, and they have to respond so you can have the communication going back and, and, and learn the process. And so it came time for C.S., and C.S. stood up for the class. He said, my question is for our teacher. I was okay. He said, um, I like to party. Yeah, we know that, you know. And uh, all my friends, they like to party and do things. But if I wanted to make a change, how do I go about doing that? I said, I'll tell you what you do. Find somebody that you know that loves the Lord and start hanging around them a little bit. I was driving down the road just a few weeks later, and I saw Sias hanging out with one of my Bible school students. I rolled down the window. And I looked at Sears and I said, well, hello, Pastor Sears. How you doing? He looked at me like I'd fallen off of a, what do we fall off of here? Log trucks? I don't know. <laughs> fall off an alligator? I don't know what y'all fall off of in, in Florida. I just found out you have bears here yet last night. He looked at me like you're nuts. It wasn't but just a month or so later let me show you what happened to Sias. Sias was baptized in Jesus' name. Let me show you about Sias now. Sias is in our Bible college training to be a minister. Don't tell me God's not good. I said don't tell me God's not a good God. God knows exactly what's going on tonight. And God says, hey, if you put it in my hands, I know what's going on. We serve a good God. I'm going to get honest with y'all just for a few moments, okay? Probably a little more than I should. When we went to, to Haiti, we had switched from Trinidad going to Haiti. I met the board and asked them for permission. We was going to be working under Danny Wilkerson, which now pastors in Florida. And... Uh, after they said yes, I went out and told all the other missionaries, guess what, we're going to Haiti. And they looked at me like I was nuts. Nobody wants to go to Haiti, you know. Well, we went on, I'm thinking, hey, we're only an hour and 45 minute flight from Florida. How bad can it be, you know. <laughs> I got there. They just ousted Aristide, the president. The whole country was in shambles. I couldn't get our container out of customs. We was able to fly in a, a small box. We had our, our luggage, found a house to rent, had to go. I just bought a mattress, threw it on the floor, and we was staying there for a few weeks. One night we was in the room, and someone broke into our house, and they cleaned out everything that we had borrowed. Sheets off beds. Uh, if it wasn't in that room with me, uh, they would have taken it. They, they took our car. The only thing they didn't take was my Bible. I guess they feared the Lord. I don't know. They took my Bible out and sat beside the car. 
it went to this degree. They cleaned out my refrigerator. My wife had made homemade pizza for me. And I love cold homemade pizza the next day. I know that's gross. It's bad. But don't mess with my pizza. You want to see a guy fight y'all, fight you over cold pizza. They took it. How dare them. I'm thinking, okay, God, you had me come. Where are you at? If you're so good, what's going on, God? I'm thinking things don't get a whole lot worse than having your whole house stolen. Well, I was wrong. A couple of weeks later, I was driving down the road, and a couple cars packed, me and two other cars, and they got out of their car, opened up with machine guns, started shooting at us, and hit all the cars around me. And God blocked the bullets to this day. I don't know how. I, I was ready. Okay, this isn't for me. I didn't sign up for this one, God. Okay, God, I've been shot at, had my house broken in, and just a matter of months to be in here. Come on, God, you got to stop this or protect it or something. Been shot at once, that's good enough. No, we shot at about three or four more times, just as close to me to our brother. And God, every time, stopped the bullets. I don't, to this day, you'd hear him hitting off of things. I'm thinking, God, uh uh-uh. And it came to the point that I was ready to resign. They came, I mentioned this to your pastor before, church. They came to our headquarters complex. Now, after this, I'm going to invite you all to come to a missions group, okay? (laughs) Come on, pastor, you got to come. One afternoon, we was on our way out to the headquarters complex. Four armed men came over the back wall. We have a 10-foot wall around our headquarters, razor wire. They came over the back wall. Uh, They were loaded with guns and to kidnap me and my wife. Uh, they helped our yard guy at gunpoint for about 45. Now, let me back up and tell you. I did not tell you they were smart. I have no idea how they plan on getting me over a 10-foot wall. <laughs> they needed a crane to get this boy over that wall. I didn't tell you they were smart. They just came to do it. Didn't think it through. I left there. God, what's going on? We had our, I had my resignation letter written. God, where are you at? What I didn't realize is that God was putting everything in line. (laughs) I didn't realize that God had it all under control. God began to put people in my life. God began to open the windows of heaven. Began we we have built more churches in the last ten years than than you can. We have a full time construction crew. It is amazing. I would have never dreamed in my wildest dream that Ron Bryan would have a children's home, a clinic, building churches, be a superintendent. Never, mind. but it's only because of a good God. God knew exactly what He was doing. I just had to put it in God's hands and say, God, it's all about you. We have a young boy in our children's home, and his name is Wilson. Right before I got ready to come home, I went to preach my last message and uh, at the church there. 
After I finished, I called everyone up to have an altar call, and all my kids from the children's home, they came up. And Wilson was up there. And Wilson began to lift his hands. And let me show you what happened that night. This is Wilson praying. Right now, Wilson begins to speak in another language. Right there. Don't tell me God doesn't know what he's doing. When I was about ready to quit, when I was about ready to quit, God knew that there was a Wilson. God knew knows what he's doing tonight. You may feel like you're at the end of your rope, but let me tell you, tie a knot and hang on because God is still good. God is still good. Right before I left, I went by to say goodbye to our kids. We call him Pastor Wilson now. This 10-year-old boy is already leading service. Pastor Wilson came up to me and he said, Papa, I've got something for you. And Pastor Wilson gave me this tie. Hey, it matches this shirt. I might wear it all the time. Don't tell me God doesn't know what he's doing. God saw Wilson a long time ago. And God knows exactly what you're going through tonight. God knows exactly what you're going through. And he says, I want you to know tonight I'm still good. I haven't forgotten you. I, I haven't forsaken you. I'm still good and I'm always there. God, in your name, tonight, your family, maybe things aren't going like you thought it would. Maybe you aren't where you thought you would, and, and your dreams doesn't look like they're going to come to reality. But I've come to give you hope tonight. I've come to give you hope that God is still good, and he knows what he's doing. Don't give up on him. Just got to keep on. Because God has something awesome in store for us. We just have to trust him. Because he's still good tonight. Could you stand? On this Wednesday night. I wonder if we could just take a moment in closing just to lift our hands. And begin to acknowledge his goodness. Maybe you can't even feel him, but he's there. Maybe you feel like you're all alone, but God knows where you are. Maybe sickness has come into your family, and you're wondering. But tonight, God wants you to know that he's here for you, and he loves you. Would you begin to lift your voice? Lord, thank you for all that you've done in our life. Lord, thank you so much for all. Lord, I couldn't do it without you, oh God. Thank you for dying on Calvary for me. Thank you, oh God, for loving me, oh God. God, in your name, in your name, in your name. Thank you.
This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.